Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. February 18th, 2021. Drinking wine. Finding Pluto. Swiss bank accounts. And, stealing diamonds. This, is, awesome, today. Awesome Today is a daily show, even though it technically isn't every day. It is barely edited and sometimes offensive. It is a good show. Some might even call it awesome. If you are friends with someone who doesn't think this show is awesome, you deserve better friends. Hi. And good day. Wow. Coming out of the gate strong. Coming out hot. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, somebody's got to be hot. It's freaking cold outside. We've been snowed in for how long now? A while. Now listen. What day are we? I'm going to protect you from you, maybe. Okay. Because I don't know where you're going. Um, I myself, I'm an idiot. Many of us are. Many of us are very self-focused in our idiocy. And as I look around at the things that I would have to complain about, I was not completely and fully aware of what our good friends to the South oh my gosh. are dealing with. Yes. Well, I have, damn, damn no. Damn I have, no. I have no complaints compared to I agree. what is being tolerated there. And man, my heart goes out. Yes, I've been in communication with my sisters. They've had a terrible time. Both of them live in the Dallas area. It's awful. It's it's not even, you can't even joke about it. It's, I right. mean, people are literally dying. Yeah. People's well, homes are... Let's let's not get too crazy here. There have been a very, I believe the last number I saw was under 10 people in a state full of millions of people. Okay. Um, yeah, a single death is bad and terrible, but let's not act like, let's not act like a... a Somebody blowing things out of proportion here. First of all, how dare you? Secondly, um, how dare you? Secondly, what I was also going to say is people's properties, homes are being flooded, ruined, like yeah. bad things are happening, not to mention just the misery, which you and I in much of Oklahoma can deeply empathize with. We, in our ice storm last fall, at least had the very good fortune that after the first few days of a cold snap that brought that ice storm on, it was in the like 60s. 
You right, know? right. It so. did warm up. We were still without power, all of that. Yeah. Um, I don't think ours impacted quite as many people. Right. It was it was not good, not pleasant by any means. But yeah, it's it's a mess. Um, yes, and we have a number of awesomes in Texas. So yeah. By the way, I did not uh, give myself a once over in the mirror. Is my mustache no, even remotely me. behaving? I. I haven't uh, haven't given it any love today, and now I'm really self-conscious. Don't be. It looks okay. fine. Very good. Our uh, whopping crowd of eight who regularly well, watch the video, I apologize to you. I apologize to you as well, YouTube viewers. I'm wearing the exact same thing today, I think, that I wore yesterday. That's why mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't know what day it is. It's okay. Yesterday and the day before, I think I had the same shirt on. And the thing is, when it's this cold, you don't sweat. Yeah, that's true. And it feels wasteful just to be like, all right, let's use up some more water. Screw the earth. I need a shirt that has soap on it. To be fair, we haven't used our washing machine here in weeks. So that's true. I we feel don't, like... Uh, we can't, in fact. Yeah. It's a broke. She's still a broken. Okay. So, well, it's February 18th. Today. Yeah, it is. Um, it is. This is the one I feel like everybody's been waiting for. Some of us since since the beginning of Awesome Today, and quite honestly, long before, mm -hmm. for at least 364 days, everyone's been waiting for today. It's National Drink Wine Day. Drink it. Now, this is the day for celebrating the joy and health benefits of wine. Do it. A drink that has been pivotal yeah. in human history for thousands of years. Right. Now, besides being delicious, which of course it is, mm. consumed in moderation, whatever the hell that means, it can reduce risks of all kinds. Diseases, ailments, name them. Toothache, elbow ache, hangnail, um, premarital pregnancies. I, I don't know. I that. think I don't think it prevents that. It no. may Contributes lend to it. To it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not in moderation. Maybe that's their point. Okay. Um, now, winemaking can be traced back at least 9,000 years. That's like the earliest agreement of like, yes, but some would, some would insist much longer. Antiquity. Yes. It's credited to the Chinese who made it from wild mountain grapes, mm. which I know this is going to shock some <laughs> oh, no. and not others. That was one of my nicknames in high school. <laughs> I knew it. Hey, there goes old wild mountain grapes teats. I knew this was coming. It echoed through the halls of my high school. Uh-huh. Yes. Now, as wine made its way to Egypt and the surrounding region, it was at that point that definitively it began to play an important part in religious life. Hell yeah. Not necessarily Christianity, since we weren't quite to the time of Christ yet. Right. Um, but yeah, it did. Now, around 800 BC, the Greeks, they, they got their hands on it and said we're going to improve it and they did some great things and then around 146 bc that is when in fact rome conquered greece and wine of course became then a part a big part of roman culture yeah buddy yeah now good and bad catholics alike are fully aware of the import that wine has played in the celebration of the eucharist mm -hmm. it's that's half the reason for going. No, that's not true. That's not true. Um, of course, the Middle Ages 
if if nothing else of value, yeah. they managed to spread wine across the entirety of Europe, uh, which then in turn meant that European explorers brought it, introduced it to Brazil, mm. Mexico, everywhere else that they traveled. Mm-hmm. The French yes. imported grapevines to Virginia, mm. where despite puritanical opposition, screw you Puritans, it did continue to spread across the entirety of the eastern seaboard. Mm-hmm. Now, aiding in that effort was a fan and connoisseur, Thomas Jefferson himself. Good old Tommy Jeff. When he's not busy rewriting law and constitutions and declarations and all that, mm. he's, he's deeply involved in the wine world. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Good for us. So today... Wine is enjoyed on every continent of the planet except for Antarctica, proving once again, as flat earthers would tell you, that it isn't technically a continent. Rather, it's an ice wall making up the perimeter of the disk that is the Earth, Uh preventing our oceans from spilling off the sides. Which happens when you have a flat Earth. That's right. So, crack open a bottle. Enjoy it. By itself, with your dinner, don't drink so much that you fall off the edge of the earth. Though if you do travel to that region, bring wine with you because it isn't available there. All right. That was an impressive monologue about wine. Well, thank you. I'm a fan of wine. I feel like you've been saving up a lot of vino energy for I that. would drink it from a box. I would drink it with a fox. Notably, when you and I were... Green eggs and wine. Good. Yeah, that sounds delish. I love it. Do you do a red wine or a white wine with green eggs? Mm, I think it's similar to pork in that you could go either direction. Okay. Um, When you and I were mere children and we got married Mm -hmm. and we came home... We came from teetotaler homes. Yeah, we came from teetotaler homes for sure to the point where if I went to a friend's house and they had the parents had bottles of wine scandalous i literally couldn't look at it kyle i thought if i looked at it i would be tempted unto sin yep probably called some friendships into question yes well i'm not sure i can be your friend my parents are luscious if my parents would have known that we were in a home uh, spending the night or visiting where there was wine imbibed by the adults they would have yanked me on back home what was the first alcoholic beverage you ever drank well, I'm well. I'm getting ready to sort of tell that story. Okay. On our honeymoon, this is again. We got married when we were kids. Oh man, you're making me feel bad now. Why? Well, one, I was already in my forties, and two, no. you waited that long in your life to have an alcoholic beverage. I mean, excuse me, but yes, I did because we. I turned twenty-one on our honeymoon, as you will full recall. You never before that had a Zemo with a Jolly Rancher. No, I know you like to tease me about that, but I literally had no wine coolers. No wine coolers. Nothing. You have to what remember the, the absolute straight laced goody two shoes. Cannot break the actual law or God's law. Why I thought this was God's law, I don't know. When we were on our honeymoon, I turned 21. On that very day, we went to Matamoros, Mexico. I had a margarita as my very first alcoholic beverage ever. And mm. boy, was it. Wow. <laughs> do you remember that? Yes, I do. Very vividly. It was yes, actually... It, it was a giant frozen margarita. It, it wasn't frozen. Are you sure? It was... I remember it was... But one, it, was a, it was one of the fishbowl glasses. Yes, it was a margarita on the rocks. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, rem- I, I, I very much remember that. Okay, well then we came home from our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. We settled into our new abode in Mary's Student Housing. Cat a corner across the breezeway from us was one of my best friends from college. In fact, my friend who introduced me to you. That's right. She and her husband, six month newlyweds, we, we lived across the breezeway. And they did not grow up with these cuckoo bananas beliefs about right. alcohol that we did. And so they, you know, they're in their 20s, they have wine. And I remember we, w- we went over to their little married student housing apartment, drank wine. And what happened to my face? Oh, you, you broke out. You got all splotchy and red. I thought I was having an allergic reaction to wine. Oh, you were. It was pretty significant. That was the Holy Spirit in you. I, denying, that's what I thought. Denying the sin. Get it out. I thought this is God's punishment on me because I've broken his law. Even yep. though I'm a fully legal adult, not driving anywhere, having an evening yeah, with friends. just have to stumble across the breezeway. Yes. Just a nice evening with friends. And my face was hot, blotchy, red. I thought we were going to have to go to the emergency room. Yes. Welcome to marriage. And... Being an adult. Thankfully, the next morning when you ate a bowl of cereal that was actually Oreo cookies and milk, everything <laughs> cleared up. Because we were very responsible in those days. Woo! Hey, what was your first alcoholic beverage? Well, now I'm embarrassed. Why? You grew up in the country in Oklahoma. Yeah, you have different experiences. But it wasn't even the country way of doing it. Country way of doing it would have been a cold beer somewhere. That's or what a, I thought it was. Or a tepid beer, even. No. The first time I ever drank, I... I We'd had a, a move in, which was when you when your class when you're graduating classes, fifty three people. Yeah. Um, and of course, that's pretty constant all the way down through the grades in that small town. Yeah. Then when you have a move in, that's a, that's pretty advanced. Sure. It's kind of a big deal. We'd yeah. had a move in, uh, and he and I ended up being pretty good buds. And I cannot recall if I was in eighth or ninth grade. I'm thinking eighth grade. Mm-hmm. I went over to spend the night with him. We did not, though, end up at his his parents' house. We actually went over to his aunt and uncle's, and then they left, and they had a big liquor cabinet, and so he poured like a, I mean, think of like a dinner glass yeah. glass. Yeah. He poured one of those like three quarters of the way full with a mix from a whole bunch of different oh, bottles so gosh. that they wouldn't know... What was missing? It's a, ha, it was ha, a ha. Suicide. Yeah, and then yeah, poured like a thimble full of coke inside there to. What? Yeah, and yep, yeah, it was pretty ugly. How old were you? Because eighth or ninth grade. And did you you didn't drink the whole thing? Yeah, I did. What? Of course I did. How have I never heard this story? Because I'm ashamed, as I should be. Shame on me. Uh, no, no, we're gonna release the shame. You were we are? yes. Okay, we're releasing it. You were just having fun, experimenting well, with was, alcohol with it friends. It was interesting. Thankfully, that's all the experimenting that occurred. I knew that in high school you were known to drink a cold beer or many out on the back roads. Yeah, of rural Oklahoma with your that friends. will happen when you're on a dirt or gravel road. Yeah, it's a bit of a, a requisite, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially See, if you end up pulling off the side of the road next to a radio tower, <laughs> yeah, you listen. have to drink a few. Some people have to drink a lot and try to climb the tower. I know back roads pulling off on radio towers. I did not use it for drinking, but rather for making out with my boyfriend. You harlot. Hey, here's an interesting thing, though. Um, Hang on just a second. (laughs) Can I revise? What? Rather than harlot. Perhaps... It's severe enough even that you might be the whore of Babylon. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know which way to go. Pushing it a little bit. Okay. Well, the, of, of Ardmore? I don't know. 
What's I don't know what the right direction to go How is here. Dare you. I, you're right. I've met some of the other people from there, and you wouldn't be like the delineating position of. Yeah. You'd just be one of at worst. I can't remember what I was going to say now. It definitely had to do. Oh, I know. So yes, you were known to drink a cold beer or a few. The very first time that I saw you physically with my own eyes. Right, I had a beer. We were at a college house party. Mm -hmm. The football players were I there. I was 21 at that time. You most certainly were not. <laughs> okay, well, I was, I was within... You were closer to 21, but within, you were not 21. I was within eight months of 21. Okay, that's fair. Um, I was there with my Kaimega sisters. You were there with the football players. I, my friend Christy, who later would live across from us in Mary's For the Wisconsin. record, I didn't want to drink. I was required to. Okay, sure. Uh, she'd been talking you up to me for months. And then I go to this party and you're there drinking a beer. And in my self-righteousness, I yep. was like, oh, I yep. cannot date Trash. who drinks. I just can't yep. date anyone who drinks. In my defense, yeah, you didn't know this, and I've not told you this since. Okay. I, I never, I never really was like the constant connoisseur of of any of that. I to this day, I don't really like beer. There, there were a few instances, a very few, less than five, from high school on that I ever truly got wrecked. Mm -hmm. um, it's actually less than three. Yeah, and quite often, just so people would leave me the hell alone. Mm -hmm. When I'd go to a party, I would get a single beer and just sort of halfway, like maybe drink half of it, but carry it around so they'd leave me the hell alone sure. about it. Okay, so. that's fair. I understand. Here's the difference between me and you. You grew up in the popular crowd at your high school. I don't want to hear anything about how oh, yeah. there's only fifty of us. There's no yeah, popular. It's not you hard were. to be popular in fifty people. Uh, regardless, if you took your whole high school combined fifty per class, that's still two hundred people. You mm -hmm. were part of the one percenters, right? Well, okay, populars. okay. Then I was not. So uh, let's well, well, let's be generous. Instead of two hundred, yeah, roughly, let's call it three. Let's call it five hundred people that yeah. gave a damn about me. Um, and you regularly have an excess of ten thousand downloads an episode. So who's the popular crowd? I'm person? saying in high school, who's the person? That's fine. That's all fine and good. But what I'm trying to tell you is that in high school, where the partying was happening on the back roads of Oklahoma, mm -hmm. you were part of the popular crowd that would go out and do some partying every now and again. I was part of the, again, I cannot emphasize this strongly enough, the goody-goody crowd, the for, church youth group crowd. For those of you not watching, but just listening to this, imagine me rolling my eyes in disgust. Are you the eye-rolling emoji right now? Um, I am, in fact, a a giant version of it, not the regular-sized one, but yeah. the, the very large one that's bigger than the text. Okay, good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad we could spend the first roughly half of this episode talking Who about drinking. Who knows how long it will be. Also, I do think it is worth noting, before we move on, that beer is what you mostly drank high school and college and even into your coaching right. years a bit. Now, we almost never drink beer. That's true. I'm not a fan. Every once in a while... I don't mind a good, like a Modelo or a Tecate or something with some good Tex-Mex. Mm -hmm. That's all right. It's got to be ice cold, though. If it's not, don't don't bring that up in here. Yeah. Okay. We can move on now. Okay. Well, it's your turn, so it's up to you. Well, if it's, today is your birthday, this February 18th. Today is not my birthday. But if it were, oh. and if it's yours as you're listening, you do share it with, this is a, a host. This is a motley crew. Yes. John Travolta. Molly Ringwald, Jillian Michaels, 
Dr. Dre, Matt Dillon, and the iconic, the legendary Vanna White. Okay. So um, uh, from that list, let's just assume it is your birthday today. Okay. From that list, who are you most excited to share your birthday with? Molly Ringwald. I had a feeling that might be your pick. There is no doubt. I pick Matt Dillon. That's fair. He goes all the way back to the outsiders. Yes, he does. And and unfairly has not enjoyed... He's enjoyed fame, but not the same fame as some of those others who... Hey, some people might even call no-talent ass clowns. I don't know. <laughs> That's from Office Space for okay. anyone searching for where that reference came. harsh. Okay. Um, it's, it's not untrue, though. How old do you think Vanna White is? She's got to be... Is she... Late 50s, early 60s, or older. She carries her age so well, it's hard to tell. On this day, on this February 18th, she's turning 64. Okay. Still flipping them letters, except she doesn't have to turn them anymore. She just touches them. Yes. Bing. I've been watching. I don't think she has carpal tunnel wrist from having to spin those letters. I bet she's undergone significant preventative measures to prevent the carpal tunnel through the years. Does that explain the plastic surgery as well, or is that a different thing? No, the plastic surgery is is an investment in her career. That's true. I'm not. I'm not poo pooing it. I'm going to spend some time after we're done recording doing having some, surgery. I kind of, you know, the other day I was looking in the mirror and I was like, oh, now I understand why people get facelifts. Look at what happens right here. Okay, see the skin right here? Mm-hmm. You just do a little, like a little. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you see how that that little wrinkle line just goes away? It makes your mouth look like a slit when you don't worry about my mouth just worry about the the jowls you know what you don't need to have any surgery done my dear well i'm going to spend some time after we're done recording going through google images and looking at Vanna White's face okay very very well (laughs) see if you can find the telltale signs i'll tell you what you don't want to do and that's you don't want to end up looking like i believe now the late great burt reynolds Oh. The last couple of surgeries he had done were pretty freaky. Oh, I have to fact check. You have been... I don't know if he's, he's deceased or not. You have been putting so many people in an early grave. I don't know. Well, I don't think Bert would mind. He's kind of past his peak. It's or, I'm going to... what Small talk. Yada, yada, yada. Isn't that funny? <laughs> he's literally dead. He okay. died in September of 2018. That, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. He's the first one that we've gotten. <laughs> the that. first one that I haven't personally killed? Yes. Okay, well, in 1923, as you may recall, because you write the notes for this show, indeed, we recently discussed the opening of the tomb of one good King Tut. Or Tutankhamun, if you prefer the long form. Yes, it's probably, that's probably the very Anglo version of his name. It's probably much different enunciation in Egyptian, I feel like. It's true. I am not familiar enough with the dialects there to throw the funk on it. Not going to try. I think it would be insulting if I did. I agree with that. Well, today in 1923, the British, the Americans, and the Egyptians entered into heated debates as to who would rightfully claim and possess the treasure found therein. The two, ultimately, guess what? Asinine. Asinine. Yeah, they split everything. That's terrible. It should all go to Egypt. Absolutely. The Egyptians should have fought a lot harder to keep that. Yeah, the the finder was a a British archaeologist, I believe. Why are we inserting ourselves into uh, this? Because that's what we do. At best, at best, it should have been purely an Egyptian ownership and exhibit and a nice placard next to it that said, hey, some doucher from another place right? uh, actually did part of this. Yeah. Here's a nod and a wink. 
Well, in the end, that's probably why 2020 has happened to our country because of it's the long, like King Tut was in for the yep. long con on us. Yeah, we've so far not had an infestation of the scarab beetle. Well, thank you for saying it out loud. Now it's sure to happen. Uh, it's too cold right now. They, hey. they don't like the cold. Everyone knows this. Okay. Right. Well, 1930, don't read my notes. I see you cutting your eyes over there like you want to cheat ahead. Just be with me. I know it's hard. I know it's not your first choice now that you've endured some of it for 20 some odd years. But just be with me. So Yeah. It's what, 22 now? Getting ready to be 23? Well, if you go all the way back to our dating life, February of 1996. Okay. Do that math. How uh, long is that? It's eternity plus five. years. That's what I said. Eternity plus five. And a, an enjoyable eternity. I'm not downplaying that. In any event... 1930, Pluto is discovered. Thank goodness. Pluto? It was astronomer Clyde Tombaugh who found it, and only because he was the only one interested in looking behind Uranus. Okay, there we go. <laughs> what? What? Any, Why? <laughs> any planetary joke eventually has got to come back to Uranus, right? What? How could it not? I am not entirely sure at this point that we haven't flubbed up the story and that everything everything revolves around Uranus. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's a okay, I'll leave it there. Are you sure? Anything I'll just else? I'll just enjoy my own thoughts. I may bring it up later. I won't promise okay. one way or the other. Okay. Well in nineteen thirty seven, dust storms. Hit Uranus. Yep, that's right. Okay. And they blew all the way here to Kansas, Colorado, Oklahoma, Texas, and New Mexico. Of course, we've discussed this before. This is the Great Dust Bowl. Yes, the dirty 30s. Yeah, the dust was so thick that it was actually difficult to breathe. You could taste it in your food. Clouds of it would block the sun. People tried to plug up their windowsills and their door jams. They would hang wet sheets over doors and windows. It was basically just a film of dusty grime everywhere. You wrote in the notes that you thought that would be icky. It was icky. Yeah. Can you imagine? There, Everybody has their triggers, right? Everything, sure. everybody has a thing that's just like, no, not that. Yeah. For me, when I'm eating something and I get any grit between my teeth, I retch. Oh, so How sensitive the, of you. The, it is. I'm plainly a highly sensitive person. I I can't handle that. So the thought of dust in my food, I ugh, I don't like that. Somewhere right now, your Granny Teats is shaking her head like, okay. Granny Teats is not that interested in bathing. Never, Granny, never has been. Granny Teats lived through the dust bowl. It's true. And in fact, she is 105. Uh-huh. She'll school you on the Dust Bowl yep. and you're getting some sand in your teeth. It's only been, is it the last 12 months? It's been within the past year. The past, yeah. yeah, well, that's 12 months is a year. Yeah. Um, it, on some calendars, Gregorian, as it were, yeah. the one that we work off of now. Mm -hmm. Thanks, St. Gregory the Great. The Great. Mm -hmm. The Pope, the Pope St. Gregory the Great. You did it. Good. Um, yeah. Yeah, she, uh, only within the last year's time, has gone into a nursing home, but pretty sharp. Pretty sharp for a 105-year-old. Maybe you need a little sand in your food. Live a little longer. Maybe I'd rather not. Okay. If it means eating sand? Yes. Okay. In 2009, whoa, we, we ran through we, time. We jumped, we jumped ahead a little. There wasn't a lot that happened in between okay. today. Except so. for a lot of famous people being born. Well, yeah. 
2009, Switzerland's largest bank, you know them as UBS. Mm -hmm. You do, most people don't. I do, yes, I'm quite familiar with the UBS. Has admitted to helping U.S. citizens to hide their money from the IRS. Don't screw with the IRS. Well, as many a mob boss will try to implore you, pay your taxes, Willie Nelson will try to tell you. Yeah, Willie will just be like, you know what, hold out. Strike a bargain, you'll pay half. Strike a bargain, smoke some weed, pay yeah. half, it all works out. Play, well, play a guitar. Along with a fine of $780 million. Wait, who, Which is nothing to them. Who fined them? Um, we did. How can... This is ex this is yet a whole other topic how? within this. How the hell do we have any say so? That's we, what I'm saying. We don't. Um, I feel like rather than a fine, in fact, it was a... It was a financial transaction... Where they they offered us seven hundred and eighty million for something, I'm not sure what, and then they offered what also to turn over account information that would identify guilty parties. So mm -hmm. the long-standing idea that's like perpetuated in pop culture the is Swiss bank account. The Swiss bank account that's just numbers. It's completely anonymous. You can hide your money there. You can use it for crimes. Not even so much that, just as that you would you would do overseas business, you yeah. would transact through Switzerland, and so that taxable income would not have to be reported to the U.S. If, for anybody unfamiliar with this, and it's fascinating to me in a very crooked way, if you are a U.S. citizen, then no matter where it is that you generate revenue, let's say that your business is headquartered in Hong Kong and you sold no items to anyone in the U.S., you are still U.S. tax liable as a citizen here for every dollar that you made there. Uncle Sam's going to get bullshitty. that money. It's He's, a little bullshitty. He will not leave you alone to the furthest. Yeah. You could go to the furthest stretches. You could go to Antarctica. You could go to Antarctica, but you better bring your own wine. That's right. But there's You can't go to Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> but you cannot escape the tax man. That's right. Now, I'm going to let you read this last part. Well, it's filled with your snark. It's pretty obvious that fortunately, fortunately for Congress, they knew ahead of time because they were the very ones involved. What was coming and gave them plenty of time to get their own funds moved out of those Swiss banks and to close those accounts. Yeah. So that they, in fact, were not implicated when the information was handed over. Did they move them down to their accounts down to the Grand Caymans? I don't think so, but it was somewhere, it was somewhere tropical. Um, Caribbean is a notorious place, many locations throughout in which to do those activities. Don't ask me how I know. I'm not doing it personally, but I am aware of how things work there. Is that um, what's called a tax haven? I put quotes on that. It's one of the words you might okay. apply. Tax haven, tax shelter, the all only, kinds of things. The only thing I know about people hiding their money in Grand Cayman comes from the epic John Grisham novel, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. later Tom Cruise movie, The Firm. The novel's yep. much better. Caymans are a thing. Every, every place is going to have its own, every place has its own tax code. Mm -hmm. um, the smart places, like Caymans have historically been, once you know about it, it's no longer the place. Sure. And that's an important thing to recognize. Um, but what they do is they, they still imply a tax, but they keep it tiny. They keep it tiny so that you will bring huge amounts of dollars. They will still make a lot of money because a small percentage of a huge amount is still a huge amount mm -hmm. for them. Mm -hmm. They benefit from that just for 
providing services, they put some weird stipulations often in place like, oh, you have to have an office space that you rent. So you're there paying rent to someone, undoubtedly a member of the government, as well as taxes on property. And you have to have a board that includes a couple of residents of that place and a few other things. That's often how it works. Um, That's a whole nother episode topic podcast thing to get into. What I will add, though, is that one of the relatively overlooked places where this can be done is none other than Malta, which we've recently discussed. I'm moving there. I you can would come gladly around. be there. I don't know that we could be... Um, what was it? The the Knights, uh, the Knights of Malta. I don't know that we could become a, a citizen of that three-ish member nation. I don't know. But in any event, yes, that... I have an interesting story. You know how I love a good heist. I haven't read a word of this, but I'm, I can see I there's a don't. bunch going on here. There's a bunch going on here. So 2013. Mm-hmm. Hey, that was days after our twins were born, February of 2013. That's true. That's true. And we all know how I like the number 13 because that's the day I was born and the day we were married. That's right. It's a great number. It's not unlucky at all. So 2013. Take yourself to Brussels Airport in Belgium. I've literally been there. Well, hopefully you didn't encounter the problem they did. Okay. And I don't believe you did or I would have heard about it by now. Okay. I'm actually, I've got an inside source. Uh, It's you. I would have known. Yes. You know what I did find there? You found diamonds laying on the ground? You're so close. It wasn't diamonds. It was Diet Coke. Oh, yeah. It was one of the few places on my travels back and forth to Lebanon that I found actual Ice cold Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. Okay, please go ahead with your high story. Though. Okay, well, eight people wearing dark police-like clothing mm-hmm. pulled onto the tarmac just before 8 p.m. They're driving two black vehicles with kind of fakey but decent police markings. Were they suburbans? Uh, it didn't say. No, in fact, I think they were vans. Yeah. Uh, evidently... In other countries, law enforcement likes a good van. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. That's perfectly fine. You Here do it's other more part of 70s rape culture, but that's a different... A whole different thing. Different thing. Yeah. Um, so they pull out onto the tarmac. They've also even got flashing blue police lights. Mm. And they bypass security barriers. They speed towards a Swiss passenger plane that was about to take off. Here comes the Swiss again. Yeah, well, Absolutely. After forcing open the cargo hold, doesn't say how, I desperately want to know, but it didn't say, they took 120 parcels, which I would assume is luggage, um, mostly containing diamonds, some precious metals, but it's mostly diamonds. Okay. Now, none of the passengers saw anything. Uh, And I will pause for a moment to say that of the articles that I read, there was an excessive use of parenthetical quotation marks Mm -hmm. saying none of the passengers saw anything. And I'm so then my English (laughs) grammar mind is like, what the hell are you talking about? (laughs) Like, did they see anything? (laughs) Are you being sarcastic? What's happening? Was it a plane full of blind people? What happened? (laughs) I don't know. And that's no insult against people who are visually challenged or any of that. Um, So none of the passengers saw anything. Nobody was injured. No shots were fired, though they were armed with what looked like fully automatic weaponry. And fully automatic is when you 
hold the trigger down and it just continues to shoot. Okay, thank you. That's valid if at some point in time in the future we want to get into gun control conversations. Yeah, I can can do that. Totally. Um, So the theft wasn't random, obviously. Yeah, no, it's not random. They pulled right up to a specific plane and they got into the cargo hatch and they they only took the, quote, parcels that had diamonds and or precious metals in them. I would go so far as to say that's the opposite of random. Right. It's it's, it's planned. It sounds like it was highly strategically choreographed and yes, planned. Yes, plainly conducted by professionals. Yes. So they made away with roughly 50 million in diamonds. That's not too shabby. That same, later that night, police found a burnt out minivan near the airport, which they believed was involved in the heist. Mm. Now, since then, a total of 20 suspects, keep in mind we just said there were eight people involved in this, but a total of 20 suspects have been charged, 19 of them acquitted due to a lack of evidence. Mm. One, that remaining one, because if you take 20 as mathematics go Mm. and you subtract 19. Thank you. That leaves one. I'm thank you. I'm thankful for your math. I'm OS. somewhat of a wizard. Yes. I won't lie. I'm I'm not proud, but I'm not ashamed. You didn't even have to count that out on your fingers. I did not even have to use genitalia to get to the number. <laughs> as we know from prior episodes. Um, one man was found guilty. He, playing a decisive role, as the claim is, in the planning of the crime. But not the direct involvement. Okay. Much like, uh, who was it? Was it Jesse, uh, James. Jesse James that we recently yeah. discussed? Oh, yeah, Jesse James out there planning it while he recuperated from a chest wound. That's right. Well, he was sentenced to a whopping five years in prison. All right. But they had to wait for him to serve that time because he had to first be released from another prison sentence that he was serving in France for an unrelated kidnapping case. He was a busy guy. He does a little dabbling. He, yeah. does, he does a little jewelry yeah. heist. He does got a little a, kidnapping. Got a finger in each of the different sure. types of yes. thefts and extortions and whatnot. He's industrious. He's an entrepreneur. Yeah, full respect. Yeah. Now, in the past 18 years, this was the, the fifth jewel heist in that region and around the airport and in the area. Now, in fairness, it is an area where many diamonds travel through. Sure. Two other notable heists. One was in 2005, it for 90 million, and another in 2003 for 120 million. Okay. That one, of course, being the, the grand champion. Yeah, we man. have our trifecta of biggest heists. Okay. I think in any story like this, it's fine to just be entertained. Sure. But the real important thing here is to search for. The important takeaways. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. 
My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What, what can I glean from this that will improve my own life? Yeah. And so I'm going to offer you a, a few things. First, if you would like to execute a high probability of success dual heist, then you want to get yourself to Brussels. Obviously. Most likely the airport. Yes. That's that's just good sense. Obviously, yes. Number two, Damn yes. somewhat of the antithesis of that. Okay. If you find yourself needing to transport diamonds, and internationally, stay the hell away from the Brussels airport. Yeah. Let's just circumvent, bypass, don't go there. Shit will go wrong. Yeah. You're going to get heisted. If that's a if that's a word, get yourself heisted. Don't don't do it. Now this third one is kind of a bonus perspective. If you do, and this is really important, and you begin to figure this out when you read enough heist articles, mm-hmm. if you ever do end up being robbed of something of high value, yeah, the real pro move mm-hmm. is to insist that the thieves were highly organized and skilled professionals. Absolutely. This is going to, one, it's going to protect your image. Yes. Because if you were to just come out and say, hey, I was robbed by a dumbass, <laughs> well, then you've effectively proclaimed that you're dumber than a dumbass. You're dumber than the dumbiest of dumbasses. Don't do that. Yes. Additionally, mm-hmm. sit in a good look. It's going to hurt your chances at recouping your losses from sure. insurance claims and whatnot. That's right. So you always want to make sure that, when it's happened, you are insistent, un, unflinch, un, unflinchingly. You yeah, you can't be budged off the idea that whoever stole it plainly is the Einstein of theft. Mm-hmm. That's how you walk out of this, smelling at least more closely resembling a rose than a turd. Okay, that's fair. Have you learned a lesson? I've learned a lot. Right. Well, that was the whole point. I just want to make sure we're all getting better every day. I would like to show you this picture. I'm going to put it in the Awesome Today Facebook group. This is me holding a Diet Coke in the Brussels airport. You look so much... Younger. That's what you were going to say. I was going to say exactly like yourself. Thank you. Except for now you don't hold Diet Coke anymore because you've decided to stop slowly killing yourself. I hold many a Topo Chico like I am right now. Topos and whiskeys. What? Well, You love a whiskey. I do love a whiskey. Right now I got a Topo though. All right, give us a give us a trending. It's time for some trending. This is a big trending. It's a good news trending. I like it. Gary Sinise. I love Gary Sinise. Who doesn't love Gary Sinise? You know what? Probably some people, to be okay. fair. Yeah. One of the things I this is the weirdity of me. I don't love Gary Sinise for the high quality films that he's been in. I love him for the B films that he's been in, and he's brought legitimacy to a B film because I like a good B film. Are you calling Forrest Gump a B film? No. Are you calling Of Mice and Men a B film? Yes. I have. As well as there's a there's a couple literally. there's a couple where he's like a prisoner on a prison island in the future. There's some really obscure stuff out there that I feel like I literally we just blacked so out. yesterday yesterday listen listen. Yesterday we talked, uh, was yesterday, right? We talked about Brendan Fraser, or was it the day before? It's been this week it's, it's been within the last few days. And probably for some of the same reasons, I look at, at movies that were otherwise turds. 
that he was in that he, he really still played a good part. He carried it. He brought it the, the infamy that it didn't deserve. Well, this is like... Britton Fraser did that as a B student, whereas Sinise steps in as the freaking valedictorian of, mm. of saving terrible films from their otherwise mm. quick death. Pardon me. I literally, literally almost hyperventilated. I almost had a stroke. I don't know how you could say that Gary Sinise playing opposite of John freaking Malkovich in the 1992 okay. film adaptation of Mice and Men is a B-film. You want me to tell you why? How dare you? I'm going to set this whole set on fire. Okay. <laughs> That's well, unfortunate because it's our it's, dining room. It's our dining room, so <laughs> we'll have to find somewhere else to eat dinner tonight. Um, do you want me to tell you why my statement is still completely and utterly valid? I guess. Malkovich is the third in the trifecta of quite often in the third film. I like him a lot. I'm not faulting him. I'm saying these, all three of these are people who end up in very subpar films on occasion. A distant fourth, like the cousin that nobody wants to admit as part of the family, Nicolas Cage. I thought you were going to say Matt Dillon. (laughs) No, no. How dare you? Okay, good old Nicky Cage. Yeah, Yeah, that's fair. Nick Nick Cage, he's been in some great films and some real Mm. eyebrow raisers. Yeah, Con Air. Con Air's a good Mm -hmm. film. Yeah, it is. For good times. You're not going to learn a moral lesson, but it's a fun ride. It's a, well, it depends how much you've been drinking on your 21st birthday. Nick Cage is a great actor, but he is a weird person. He is something okay well let's get back to gary cities okay yeah because this is this is this is really even if you're indifferent towards him or even dislike him as an actor why would you as a human this dude i'm gonna get redneck on you i'm gonna tell you this dude is a gold nutted stud oh my gosh that's so that's a that's a <laughs> it's a redneck perspective but truly as a human being, I don't know that there are many humans that are better than him. Well, here is Exhibit A, okay? Gary Sinise has partnered with the founders of Home Depot to launch... There's two of them. Yes, okay, to launch a new initiative. They are building off of some prior projects, prior collaborations, perhaps. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This new project, this new initiative will create 20 sites across the country to serve veterans, first responders, and their families, specifically those who are dealing with post-traumatic stress disorder, mm-hmm. traumatic brain injury, and substance abuse. Now, I have to think that his passion for this, I was reading just as we were preparing for this episode. Okay. Somebody compared him to being the Bob Hope of our generation because he has so much passion, yes, compassion, care for the military and for veterans specifically. He really does. He goes and visits military bases. He tries to do a lot of like good morale things for Mm -hmm. the people, the men and women serving our country. I have to wonder and think if his role as Lieutenant Dan in Forrest Gump has helped him to develop this on a personal level. I don't know. Or maybe he accepted the role because that was such a passion. Yeah, who knows? Um, He definitely... My goodness, in that role, I don't know that you could have found anybody, anybody, even somebody that had personally experienced what he was portraying that could have delivered it with greater strength. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's a hallmark of a performance. Mm-hmm. Forrest Gump came out, what, 94, 95? Mm-hmm. Came out when I was like a senior in high school. I remember movies when they came out based you on... You had the- two senior years of high school? 
94.95, as you may be familiar in the U.S., our school years go from one yeah. year into the next. Is that how you announce to people, I graduated in 94.95? Is I that said, how you talk about it? I said it came out in 94, comma, 95, not well, one the same year, when I was a senior in high school. Uh-huh. So you just heard it. Meg didn't. She didn't graduate her first time through. She had to take a second swing. That's okay. Maybe it No is. judgment. No judgment. Maybe you should have been drinking more. I don't know. Obviously. Please go ahead. You're about to piss me off. I know. That's why I'm saying go ahead. Because I like to keep you on the edge, but I don't like to push you over. I've learned my lesson. The Forest Gump is... You're one of the smartest double seniors I've ever known. Okay. <laughs> Yes, I'll sleep on the couch. Fine. You better. Forrest Gump is one of the most um, pioneering films films of our time. Mm -hmm. What what we take for granted now, obviously, in the 2020s, was really revolutionary filmmaking at the time. Yes, absolutely. Now, as a delightful aside, you and I were doing a little side-gooing before we began our recording, we discovered that Gary Sinise converted to Catholicism. Yeah. Convert like us. That's right. We should have a hashtag, convert like us. He converted in 2010. His wife had converted to Catholicism in, in the year 2000. Mm -hmm. Over time, the Holy Spirit, Holy Mother Church drew him in. He secretly did not tell his wife, did not tell his kids, who by that time were also Catholic and going to Catholic school. He was like, I'm just going to quietly become Catholic. And he did went through RCIA, did the whole thing secretly, surprised his family by converting in 2010. Here's the thing in relation to all that. Mm -hmm. um, the material that I consulted to find this story leaned strongly on a report done by a Jewish-run uh, newspaper, mm -hmm. I believe, or media. Like the Atlanta media, Jewish yeah. something? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it had confused me, and it made me assume in the moment that surely he must be Jewish mm -hmm. if a Jewish paper was was so heavily celebrating yeah. this. Now, and this is where I would ask quite humbly for the help of the awesomes. We, we didn't see anything indicating that he had been, but he certainly could have been. If anybody has knowledge as to background, was he in fact, was he not ever Jewish? What, what's going on there? I don't know. Or was it just an instance of a good newspaper finding a good story? I don't could know. Could be. It did, I will say that Wikipedia, in all of its fact-checking glory, mm. confirms that he is currently, as of 2021, a practicing Catholic. So, there's that. Which we were just discussing earlier isn't quite nearly as difficult as it once was because we're coming up pretty close to the one-year anniversary of all of the days of obligation, as it were, to attend a Mass that have not been a day of obligation due to COVID restraints and things. Almost a year. So, yeah. fortunately for him, he started long before that, so we That's can't right. call into question the authenticity of his choice. That's right. Well, I have another trending, and I even posted uh, a little bit of a teaser about this uh, in the Awesome Today Facebook group, which you should join if you haven't joined. I don't you know why in the hell join. you haven't, because it's a great Facebook group. It's great. Come on over, hang out with yeah. us. It's Especially fun. Kyle. Um, I just am kind of around. That's not true. Lurky. The, the actual truth is, and I want you to shut up and not say anything. Oh, man. The actual truth is most people are tagging you. Most people are there because they want to talk to you. This is their one avenue, truly, of Kyle conversation. Stop. Don't say a word. 
if you have ever thought, you know, I've got a bone to pick with Kyle. Mm -hmm. You know, I agree with Kyle on this. You know, I think Kyle would like this thing. Or Kyle Damno. Or Kyle, comma, Damno. Come over to the Facebook group. You can talk to him. He's extremely, he's better at responses than I am. I, I have so few things to tend to on Facebook that uh, yes. it's easy for me to get to those. Yes. <clears throat> so, all of that being said, 1984 is when, in Atlantic City, Trump Plaza became the 10th casino to open. In all of Atlantic City? In all of Atlantic City. Okay. It was closed, I believe, in 2014, so roughly 30 good years of service there as a casino, <laughs> right? Yes. It changed ownership then in 2016. Now, the new owner, which was Icon Enterprises, and this is Icon of Chrysler and oh. all of that. Charles Charles Icon? I can't remember. Um, but that, that's who ended up owning it. Yeah. Then. Well, Icon Enterprises kind of allowed the building to get into a, a pretty severe state of disrepair, even to the point where beyond being an eyesore, that as storms blew through, pieces of the building would fall off onto the boardwalk. And, and it's kind of a, a safety issue. Yeah, sounds like it. Well, they, they finally succeeded then in getting things pushed through. And it was literally yesterday, as you listen to this, mm -hmm. that it was imploded. Now... You can, and you should, go watch this on YouTube. There are video clips as short as like a minute 11 or yeah. something in there. Yeah. It's fantastic. Demolition is an art. Yes. The, the engineering, this is the, this is the art of mathematics. Mm -hmm. The engineering involved, the, the physics, all of that to go in. When you watch the way that this thing folds in on itself in the midst of other buildings and doesn't damage anything around it. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's worth a watch. It's fascinating. If you don't want to go look up the video, come join the Facebook group. It's it's there in the feed. You can find it and watch it. Yeah, it's totally worth it. It's somewhat satisfying. Yeah. You know, the twins love to watch those satisfying video compilations. Mm -hmm. I would put this in satisfying video. Yeah, I'd watch it on repeat for a little bit. Yeah. I'm not ashamed to admit, I think I've watched it six times today. Okay. All right. What else you got? Um, well... I thought it might be interesting just to include a, a quick three awkward encounters with the boss. Uh-oh. These are stories gleaned from uh, primarily Reddit. <laughs> I love a good Reddit story. Yeah, there's, now you got to sift through. There's a lot of bullshit in there. There's a lot of bullshit. There's also a lot of wildly inappropriate yeah, things. Yeah, plainly made up, all of that. And some of these may be made up. I don't know, but... But they all made for a good story, I thought. And they're brief, so hey, why not, yeah. right? Number one, my coworker was crying because her boyfriend had just broken up with her via text message. Oh, my. My boss walks in, finds out what's going on, and announces to the entire floor, that's why we stay off our phones at work. Mm, so compassionate. Yeah, not, not inaccurate. Not yeah. He or she is not wrong. But nonetheless awkward. Mm -hmm. Ooh, this one, I can't, I can't put a finger on it, but I feel like I've actually experienced something similar to this one in my own life. My boss and I were walking down the hall talking. When we arrived at the bathroom, he followed me in, continuing right on with the conversation. This is... Two, I hope it's, it's a man. It's two dudes. Okay. It's not a 
inappropriate mm-hmm. thing. Um, or it is, but just not like yes. what you would imagine. Follows me and keeps on right on with the conversation. I stepped up to the urinal. He goes into a stall, drops drawers, and proceeds to have explosive poops. <laughs> oh, no. Never pausing from the conversation. Oh, man. Not even to acknowledge, like, my yep. IBS is acting up or, or Right, like or that. just to accept a compliment. That was a nice one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nothing. I, I don't like that. It's not good. It's not good. You never view your boss the same way when you've been that intimate. That's extremely intimate. Mm-hmm. Number three, I went out, and this one didn't say whether it was same gender, different genders, cisgendered. I don't know all the gender things You anymore. don't know how to use that word, don't you? <laughs> okay. Well, I know what it means, but I was just offering know, up another, another perspective. It didn't say, it didn't indicate that there were any sexual connotations okay. to this. Just right. that me and the boss went out for drinks after work. Sure. I had too many and I vomited on myself. Oh, it's unfortunate. It is unfortunate. Ooh, it was like me on our honeymoon just trying to take in my first drink. You didn't vomit I, on anyone. To be fair, I, I did not You vomit. held your liquor. I did hold my very first liquor. I mean, how's that? Fresh out of the gate. Yeah. Had a margarita on the rocks yeah. in Mexico of all places. Listen, friend, you're Irish. <laughs> I'm Irish and from that point on. <laughs> I was like, where's the liquor? So that's three funsies there. I'm sure if you have a good awkward boss story, come on over to the group. You don't even have to join the special awesome today group. You can just share that anywhere, but okay. prefer you join the group. Come over Why to wouldn't the awesome you? Today group. Why wouldn't you? It's growing pretty much like a weed. I don't know. If you want to get a hold of Kyle, but you don't want to get on Facebook to do it, I will give you his personal cell phone, cell phone number. number. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Thank you. That's a great, that's a great offer. I'm all completely on board. <laughs> that was an authentic snort. I didn't know what was happening, but I'm not sorry. All right. What's it time for? You know what time it is. It's time for World LL. Mm-hmm. Watch, read, listen, life style. Yeah, man. Well, I feel like this is mainly about you. So go ahead. Well, out of the blue, mm-hmm. I I felt like I want to watch that movie about Freddie Mercury and Queen that came out a few years ago. Daisy, our 16-year-old... Clarify for people. Queen's a music group, for those who don't know. There's a few that probably don't. And that Freddie Mercury was who? <sighs> he was the lead singer okay. and front man for Queen. And just, I, we don't want to leave anybody out. 1970s and 80s rock band from the U.S. Um, Stop acting. I feel so, like I'm going to pass out. Also, so dismissive, I, so I, disgusted. I misspoke. It was not from the U.S. It's a British rock band. Mm, see, you yourself, as you crap on people, yeah. you, you vomited on yourself. I vomited on myself. That is a total misstep. They are a British rock band, or were. <sighs> Daisy, our 16-year-old. She we, loves the Queen. Loves Queen. Plays it often as she's doing dishes in the evening. Mm-hmm. You and I, we love Queen. It's good. It's a good group. Good band. Good message. So today, I was just like, I kind of, I had a like a, a sliver, like a, a tiny little, teeny sliver of free time while I was working, and I decided to watch Bohemian Rhapsody, Rhapsody which is the 2018 Freddie Mercury biopic that came out, starring your boy Rami Malek, who is Mr. Robot, has been in a variety of other things, is an incredibly mm-hmm. talented actor. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's I, not awkward, and that's part of what makes him I enjoyable. Think he's extremely awkward, which is why he makes a great Freddie Mercury. Mm-hmm. He really embodies 
what I have seen of Freddie Mercury, which is not much, but just uh, never mind. It's really good. It's it's a great. I am only about halfway through it, but you really get insight into who Freddie Mercury was as a person, what mm -hmm. informed his music, his personal life, his stage life. So what was all this called? It's called Bohemian Rhapsody. You okay. can probably pretty easily remember that if you're familiar with the Queen mega hit. But if you're not, the two words are Bohemian and Rhapsody. I mean, I forget that we're in our 40s and that when we were teens is when Wayne's World, Mike Myers, yeah. and Dana Carvey sort of elevated Bohemian Rhapsody back to the cultural forefront. Yes. So I forget that. But again, Daisy's 16 and she knows more of the Queen catalog of music than we do, I feel like. Mm, I would disagree with that. She's mm. deeply familiar with it, okay. but uh, no, you can't. The grasshopper doesn't mess with the master, however that goes. I don't know. So that's a watch. You could also watch The Outsiders, Matt Dillon and Company. Yes. What else could you watch? Um, any number of Gary Sinise movies. Sure. Who has quite a delightful sci-fi selection as well, if that's your thing. Okay. And the 1992 adaptation of Of Mice and Men. If that's your thing. It's so good. It's a heartbreaking performance. I just want to throw this Nico Passy at you that you don't give it more Why credit. you're holding it, I don't know. He's not down here. He's not. Did you make him go upstairs and be like, hey, you know what, you little punk? I'm keeping your Passy. That's right. Yeah, I did. Wake me up in the middle of the night. It, he often does. You could also watch Wheel of Fortune for Vanna White on her you could. 64th birthday. Is that what I said? 64, uh, I think. Something. 60-something. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We have nothing to read that I can think of. That we can think of. Uh, we're reading. We're just again. It's we we read a lot. Not everything is share worthy in the so, moment. Believe it or It'll not, come out later. We share a lot, and some may even say overshare. But there are parts of our lives that we keep private. A few, a few, and it's less about we're hiding anything, and more about we want to have a more complete and developed thought before we bring it. That's also a good insight. Nothing to do with the. What was the cheer? Was there a cheerleading movie about bring it or bring it bring on? Bring it on. That's not where we're going. Nobody's doing any cheers over here. Burr. It's cold in here. There must be a Toro in the atmosphere. That's how the cheer goes. Okay. I wouldn't know. Um, and I now feel like I have brain cancer. I have a listen for you. Okay. Today on TikTok. Mm, yeah. How many of our conversations start that way? Mm -hmm. A yes. lot. Yeah. Today yeah. on TikTok, I was watching a TikTok, and I it was a perfectly fine TikTok, but I noticed in the background there was a cover playing of a song that you and I both love very much called Home. Many people know yes. it. Many people love it by H Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. That is a band you should check out on the listen by itself. Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros, they are no longer what they once were, but there's a lot of good content. Yes. A lot of excellent content there. The lead is not actually named Edward Sharp. I didn't know that until today when I was doing some side googing. Mm -hmm. Alex or Alex somebody. Anyway, anyway. Not no. Alex Trebek. No. May he rest in peace. No, this is a, um, okay, how can I say this? Home is the song by Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. It's mm -hmm. pretty iconic. I think it came out in 2007. On the TikTok today, somebody was doing this very haunting, almost creepy cover of it. I would agree with creepy. So I noticed in the audio of this TikTok that it said it was home by Edith Whiskers. 
who is Edith Whiskers? I asked myself. Indeed. I went straight to Spotify and found this artist with millions of streams. Millions, I tell you. Um, Were you just checking your text messages? No, I was opening my phone so I can tell you. Okay, but you paused on the text messages. Mm, I can you just my phone paused to you recognize paused. my your face. Finger, your finger wasn't changing anything. Why are you? Ready? My finger, I mean thumb, the non-ape appendage that makes us different, opposable. That's the word you're looking for. Thumb. I'm doing that for those not watching. I'm doing the opposable thumb movement. For those that are watching, enjoy. Let me know when you're done. I'm going to keep doing it. Go ahead. Edith Whiskers <laughs> has this cartoon figure face mm -hmm. for the band cover art. The The number of streamings for his or her, what's Edith Whiskers, I, I don't do know. I do not know. For that cover of Home, over 35 or 36. I can't tell because I don't have my glasses on. 35.4 Okay, 35.4 million streams. So I do a little digging. What is going on with this Edith Whiskers situation? Okay, uh, Edith Whiskers is a actual professional musician named Tom Rosenthal. Okay, Jewish? Who, I mean, probably, but I don't know. I didn't do that much digging. Well, I wasn't Hang saying on. it so that you could be anti-Semitic about sure. it. Just calm down. Okay. <sighs> Okay, so Tom Rosenthal is a musician who a friend of his asked him to cover the song Home for a YouTube video he's putting together five years ago. Okay. So Tom's like, sure, that's a great song. I can do it. Except That'd be 2016 for the Mathematically Challenge. Thank you. Um, he was like, I, I mean, Home is famously a duet between mm -hmm. a male voice and a female voice. Mm -hmm. There's no lady to sing. So he's just like, I'll just do the lady voice. So he goes into falsetto to sing the lady part of the duet and sings in his regular, I guess, singing voice for the male part. The What results is, again, it's haunting to the point of being creepy, but also I'm obsessed with it. You are. I'm not. That's fine. Yes. I'm not judging that you are. Yeah. So long as you're not judging that I'm not. Because I, where you would say haunting, I would say creepy. I am judging you for some things, but not for this. Okay. Do you like that? I'm I'm actually deeply hurt, but okay. we can move ahead. We can move ahead. Also on the covers from Edith Whiskers, we have Can't Help Falling in Love. Okay. I'll be there for you. Mm, my friend's theme song. Okay. Blue... Da da baba di da da da. Da be di. If I was I'm blue, blue mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. If I were green, mm -hmm. I would die. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Here comes the sun. Others. He has a whole album of covers. Now, interestingly, that cover of Home that he did and recorded, again, he recorded it five years ago. Somebody on YouTube found it. Somebody like a YouTuber found it, used it, put it in a TikTok. Hundreds of Thousands of TikToks have used that audio. It feels on par for TikTok. Yes. So anyway, I'm like obsessed. I need to go and listen. I need to know more. Well, that was my main listen for do today. Do it and come back another day. I guess Saturday will be the next time you have a chance. So get your shit together. Okay. Um, lifestyle is where we're ending. There is... I don't know. I was going to, I had originally, I had typed a light at the end of the snowstorm, but snow is so reflective and it's so bright, mm. it feels inadequate mm -hmm. or incorrect to call it that. But there's hope at the end of the snow tunnel. Mm -hmm. um, Supposedly. Yeah. 
at this point, at least in central Oklahoma, it looks like maybe Saturday is going to be full on above freezing mm -hmm. so that things can melt off. Now, things will begin to melt off before we get to true freezing point. This could, as things play out, result in at least a day where the roads are treacherous. Yeah. Because melt and refreeze. Yes. But there is an end in sight. Will our yard be a, a swampy soup of disgustingness as it melts? Yeah, Absolutely. it will, but it's worth it. We need, we need to get this melted off. We need to get people's utilities running again. We need, we, by golly, we need to get back to where we can sit out on the back porch and smoke a cigar. I'm, I'm sitting on a stash right now. I didn't end up sharing the pictures that I took. We've, we've got two little small humidors in place. We have, I think, what, 80 cigars? Mm -hmm. So we're set for just a little bit, but we're just, in fact, sitting and mm -hmm. not getting to smoke them because it's just too miserably cold to go outside. And we're not so committed yet as to try to create an indoor smoking space. Mm -mm. That's not happening. No offense to anybody who is deeply wounded by smoking, as Netflix would insist that you must be. You must be. I'm going to go look up Vanna White plastic surgery pictures. Okay. And we'll continue to hope and pray for the, the end of this winter. Yeah. Crazy. If this isn't the end of it, then I'm going to write a congressman, I think. I'm moving to Grand Cayman with all my millions. Okay. Can I come with you? Yes. Okay. You can have my millions if you'll let me come. That sounds like a fair trade. Or at least whatever I have. Yeah. You already have all the money I have, let's mm. be honest. Mm -hmm. We share that money. Me too. It's a joint account. You can it walk is. away with it tomorrow. And my heart. I don't think I could walk away with it without you. It's a joint account. Uh, no, you can withdraw because it's a it's a or oh. account. Either one of us could fully withdraw. All right. I'll see you in Grand Cayman, my friends. Just leave me enough for a ticket. Okay. I, I can't swim that far. Okay. I'm not a good swimmer. Okay. It's not my strength. No. It's not what I'm known for. Nope. Okay. Well, in the meantime, have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. If you are involved in a heist, whether you are plaintiff or defendant, it is important to pay attention to the optics. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.